Hello and Happy New Year. Gosh, 2023. That came around quick. I hope you're all well. Um, for those of you like myself still suffering from a cold, I hope you get well soon. Um, wow, it's been it's been a while. But the number one thing I will promise you guys is consistency. So let's kick it off. My name is Amara and you are listening to Queens of the Tech Age. You can find us on Apple and Spotify and all other podcast streaming sites. And also, if you're on Instagram, please go give us a follow on Queens OTT Age. So something that I've been thinking about for the last few few weeks, I get a lot of people at this time of year kind of going like, I need to I need a plan. I need to change course direction. I'm looking to move into a new field. How can I make myself stand out? And also, you know, people who are just kind of moving into the the start of their career. And nine times out of ten, when they're when they're having these conversations with me, they always say, "I think I'm going to do an MBA. I'm going to invest in an MBA. That's going to help. It's going to help me solve all my problems." And so I thought I'd do a quick podcast because I do have some thoughts on this. Surprise, surprise. Um, as always, these are my thoughts. You might have different opinions. Please do share them with me. Let me know what you think, whether you agree or disagree. Because um, the whole great thing about having these podcasts and debates is I'm open to hearing other people's thoughts and points of views. That's what makes the world far more interesting than just having a singular point. So if you fit into any of these categories, listen carefully, and hopefully some of this stuff will help you. So the first thing is, what are you doing your MBA for? Um, like, what's the purpose? Are you doing it for the right reasons? And so I'll tell you what I think is the right reason versus what I think is not the right reason and why. If you're doing an MBA because you think it will help you stand out, you need to under- understand what does that mean? What does standing out mean? The value of an MBA is very different, I would say, again, personal opinion, than say 10 years ago or 15 years ago, where there were not that many people with MBAs. Um, and there's a reason for that. It's um, an investment in time. It's a financial investment. Um, so you have to be very, very considerate of of um, making sure that you are doing it for the right reasons. So if it's just to have on your CV and you think it will help you stand out from the crowd, probably not. Um, employers are a lot more skills focused nowadays, and I, I love it. They want to know that you know how to do stuff rather than just have a padded resume. Um, or just having a, a fancy MBA institution on your on your CV. Um, there's definitely a time and a place for those, and in some industries it does still still um, count. But I think overall that era is is no longer with us. So just just be slightly careful. Are you doing it for the right reasons? Um, the second thing I always get is, I think it will help me progress. But then people don't know what that means. They're not able to articulate it. And so they go down the route of maybe finding the the MBA that's not most suitable for them. Let's put it like that, right? Um, and so that's where I would always say, do your research. If you're looking to do a master's um, or an MBA in management, are you at that point where it's going to come in handy? Because you also want it to be useful, right? Um, and if you're not, then maybe it's something that you can consider down the line. I did spend a couple of weeks, I think a few weeks ago, messaging a few of my friends going, hey, if you've done an MBA, can you give me your thoughts on it and let me know whether you'd kind of go back and do it again or do things differently or vice versa if you've considered doing an MBA, you know, and then decided not to 
what what was the reasoning behind it um and there was you know quite a few different responses and you know overall i think people kind of did the the sensible thing which is research and then once you've researched then make the decision because i do think because it is such a huge commitment that you have to make sure it's it's actually going to be useful um one of the the people that i kind of like spoke to um they they were saying that they considered doing a masters um but actually in the end they went into a different field completely and so if they had done a, a masters um it it would not really have come in handy um and i think that's also something to con- be considerate about especially when you're starting your career uh i did english and and literature uh actually i did english and contemporary history um as my degree i now work as a product manager in educational technology you could argue that education technology um or education per se um does bring some use from my degree but um i've only been in this specific field for a year the last 7 8 years i worked in like fintech financial services bitcoin um and so i don't know if my degree specifically if i did a masters in that would have really enhanced or helped me in the field i know what helped me which was the skills focus you know just kind of like learning on the job and doing courses which gave me like competencies that i could put into action immediately and i think that's the other thing as well like when you're investing in a longer term um commitment to uh learning and development how useful will that be to your current role or your current pathway and i think you just need to kind of be aware of that um and if you think that the answer is i don't know then guess what maybe you should not be focusing on this right now doesn't mean that there's no value in these things it's just that probably not the right time for you to do it and just be be very aware of that and the reason i say that is because you can always go back into education education is a lifelong learning experience guys and i am a huge huge advocate of it but finding the right time um when it will be of the most use to you i think is also important and a lot of organizations as the um, as you kind of climb their pathways um and and the ladder of employment with them um at some point will also kind of like help and support and sometimes even fully pay for your MBAs so in that case waiting 5 10 years and getting someone else to pay for it and giving you the time off at the same time that seems like a better investment than right now when you probably don't have the money and you want to kind of like jump into your career and so these are these are definitely things that I would think about or I've always thought about um and you know following on from that talk to your mentors talk to your peers um if you're in a job and see you know what that pathway looks like and it could be a shorter course it could be more skills focused and that's like a, you know i think something that we we kind of tend not to do we we build a plan and then we kind of go for it when the rule number uno in product management is always go back and check with your customers is this the right thing And so if you're investing in your MBA and you're going to put that time and investment in go and check you know like if I do this what are, what are the chances of me getting into this specific industry would I even need it if I want to get into this specific industry um rather than going gung-ho and then kind of realizing oh you know what it hasn't actually made me stand out from the crowd it's not given me specific competencies or skills that I can showcase um and that and it sometimes can also be sort of like deflating for people So definitely do the research first. Understand is this the right pathway for me? Should I be doing this? Is it going to give me stuff that I can put into practical use and then be able to reflect and show to employees? 
And also, is this accreditation verified? Because I think that's also important, you know. And yes, a lot of these huge institutions are verified and they're prestigious. That doesn't necessarily mean that that skill set or that course is going to help you versus Joe Bloggs who's just kind of gone in and rolled up the, her or his fictional sleeves or their fictional sleeves um, and kind of got the experience firsthand. This is a lot to digest, but I just think it's so important we talk about this. Um, and I hope you find it useful, especially if you're just starting your career, that panic of not knowing what to do as soon as you graduate. And so you're assuming I should jump back into doing another course. If you're looking for the course to give you insight into your future and it doesn't, that can be deflating. Um, and so I just want you to take a step back and think, is that the right thing for me to do or should I just go and get a bit of experience? I'm someone who I realize this, guys. I've actually only been in this industry for eight years. 2014, May 2014, I was this like, you know, 20 something year old moving to London, knowing no one um, with a PGC in English and history. And um, eight years later, I'm a global product manager working in the ed tech space. And so my resilience, my hard work and picking up skills kind of got me here as opposed to, you know, doing an MBA or, or a conversion course. And so I've lived and breathed this and, and that's why I'm an advocate because I am an example of where your skills standing out are far more important than what's written on a piece of paper. And I think employees are also moving towards that, which I think is also a great, great thing um, because you should be measured on what you're capable of and what you can show and reflect rather than the, the keywords and the buzzwords on your, on your CV or your resume, depending on where you live. I hope this is useful. I'm going to keep this short and sweet because A, I have a call, and B, my resolution to you guys this year is consistency. So every two weeks, you will get a podcast. I love doing these. I have loved the fact that even when I've been able, you guys have been downloading and listening to the podcast, and it's just been giving me so much determination. And I took a month off, guys. I switched off from the 12th of December till the 2nd of January. And I mean completely switched off. Like, I removed Slack and my work emails from my phone. I left my work laptop and my personal laptop in my flat. And I just disappeared. And it was the best thing I could have done. I traveled. I did some spiritual detoxing. And guess what, guys? I opened my laptop this morning and the world had not crashed and burned without me. I've never been able to do that. For anyone who knows me, I was a person who was always answering emails at 4 a.m. or checking my Slack on my phone when I'm on leave. So that's the other thing I'm going to take into the new year. When I'm on leave, I'm on leave. Um, and uh, you know what? It's uh, it's opened my eyes to the fact that uh, it's okay to take a break. And you'll come back thanking yourself, knowing that the world continues without you in a good way. And uh, a lot more energized. I hope you all have a great 2023. I hope you enjoy this short snippet of my thoughts. Um, and please do follow us on Queen's OTT Age. And I'll be back in two weeks' time for another episode. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.